Welcome to the Faith Broadcast. I'm Carrick Butler, the pastor of Faith Christian Center. Thanks for tuning in today. We believe today's message is going to help you live this lifestyle of faith. It's going to empower you to live a life that makes Jesus famous wherever you go. Open up your heart. We know God has something special just for you. And we believe that as you listen to today's message, something good is going to happen to you. So listen up. I'll talk to you today at the end of our broadcast. Go with me to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, staying stable during unstable times. Staying stable during unstable times. Our stability should not depend on the times we live in. Our stability should not depend on the times we live in. Nor should our stability depend on the circumstances and the situations of our life. Our stability should not depend on the times we live in. Our stability should not depend on our circumstances or situations. We must stay stable even during unstable times. Notice what Jesus says here in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. And we're going to get into some of it tonight, but the rest will begin to unpack in Faith in the Morning. And Faith in the Morning streams right where you're watching at 9 a.m. on Faith Plus, and we'll share it on our social media platforms as well. And so we're going to start it tonight and continue tomorrow morning. But Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Jesus, therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that hears these sayings of mine and does them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. If you're going to be stable in unstable times, you have to make sure you have the right foundation. If you're going to be stable in unstable times, you have to make sure you have the right foundations. Go ahead and put this in the chat. Say, my foundation matters. Go ahead, put it in the chat. Say, my foundation matters. You need to make sure that you have the right foundation and your foundation is sure. Notice what Jesus said, the foundation here. You see it when he recounts this in Mark and right here in Matthew. It's in the coming to Jesus, the hearing what he says, and doing what he says. You come to him, you hear what he says, and then you do what he says. These three things say, come to Jesus, hear what he says, then do what he says. You have to come to him, hear him, and then do what he says. This is continual, not a one-time thing. Just like faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's a continual thing, not a one-time. Faith is not because you heard in the past. This is continual. To make sure your foundation stays sure, it's in the continually coming to Jesus, the continually hearing what he has to say, and the continually doing what he says to do. This is how you make your foundation sure. The foundation is the word of God and your relationship with God. 
The foundation is the word of God and your relationship with God. And if you neglect either, your foundation won't be sure even though you're saved, even though you believe in Jesus, even though you go to church. You can't neglect these two if you want to have a foundation that keeps you stable in unstable times. You know, Ephesians 6.14, when it talks about the armor of God that the believer has, it says, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. And so some translations talk about the belt of truth. Now this belt held all the armor together, and without the belt, the armor would fall off. Without the belt, the armor of the Roman soldier would fall off. The belt of truth holds your spiritual armor together. And without the belt of truth, your spiritual armor would fall off. Without the truth of God's word, your armor will fall off. John 17, 17 says, sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. Notice what Jesus says about the word. The word of God is truth. That is the foundation you build upon. But if you don't have the truth of the word, your foundation won't be sure and your armor will fall off. If you don't have the word and make that your foundation, your armor will fall off. Your life will be unstable. And you won't have the stability that you desperately desire. Go to Genesis chapter 3. Because a lot of people say, well, I have the word, I heard the word, I read the word every day, but let's begin to examine this a little bit. And we'll go as far as we can tonight, and we'll talk more about it in Faith in the Morning this week, and maybe next week, and maybe continue more of this next Wednesday. But go with me to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, sharing on how to stay stable during unstable times. Staying stable during unstable times. Go to Genesis chapter 3. We'll start with verse 1. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. For God does know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. I want you to notice this. Satan will always cast doubt on the word of God and the motives of God. Satan will always cast doubt on the word of God and the motives of God. The enemy will always cast doubt on the word of God and the motives of God. Satan will try to undo your foundation so that your armor falls off and your life falls apart. Satan will try to undo your foundation so that your armor falls off and your life falls apart. And two of the ways he does that is by casting doubt on God's word to make you let go of the word or by making you question God's motives. That, yeah, God's, God may have said that, but he did that because he knew that if you did that, your life would be better. And God doesn't want the best for you. 
or God doesn't know what he's talking about. This is 2021. That doesn't apply to you anymore because we're more progressive. We know more. We shouldn't do these things or believe these things anymore. Satan will try to undo your foundation through casting doubt on the word of God and on the motives of God so that your life falls apart and your armor falls off so he can take you out. Go to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 11. And he, Jesus, gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting or the maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying or the building up of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect or mature man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that, notice verse 14, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. It says it in the New Living Translation this way, this last verse, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. And so when I looked up this word for winds here, it comes from the word that means storm-like wind. So this is not a gentle breeze that can begin to blow a ship off course. This is a storm type of wind. The same type of winds we may experience in thunderstorms and tornadoes and hurricanes. That type of strong wind is what it's referring to. And then when it says tossed to and fro or tossed and blown about, it paints the image of being tossed by waves tossed by waves metaphorically it means to be agitated like the waves mentally so just like if you imagine a storm on the sea and the wind is blowing ships about and the waves are roaring this is the picture Paul is using to describe believers who are immature because every new teaching comes out they run after that teaching and they leave their foundation and cling to another. Now, one of the things some people say, well, they hear, oh, no, I'm not that. I don't jump and go to all these different churches and meetings. No. We have to understand that's not where these teachings come from that may harm your foundation. We live in a different day. We live in a different age. It can come through music. It can come through Instagram influencers. It can come through TikTok. It can come through the news. It can come through your favorite anchor on the news. It can come from politicians. There's in many different ways where the enemy will try to bring storm-like winds to push you off course so you're tossed back and forth and become unstable. And one of the things God has given you to help you be stable is the ministry gifts. God has given every believer a pastor, and one of the jobs of the pastor as the pastor prays and delivers the word and leads and guides and fulfills the ministry of the shepherd is doing his part to help you be stable. 
And so if you become a person, there are people who say, oh, I don't need a church. I don't need a church family. I don't need this. I don't need that. You know, I'm good on my own. I have my own spirituality. I'll be strong on my own. You're going against the New Testament pattern. God always has a community for people. God always has a faith family. He always has someone that will pour into their life. But one of the things, if you become a person, well, I don't need all that, what happens? You're on your path to becoming unstable and your foundation being shaky, and the enemy can pick you off and take you out, and no one knows you fell by the wayside because you've pushed everyone away. You need your faith family. You need the ministry gifts God has put in your life. It says it in Psalms that God puts the lonely or the solitary in families. There's a reason he's placed you in this family. There's a reason he's placed you with this ministry gift. And one of the reasons is to help the stability in your life. So three things I want you to realize before I move forward. If you want to be stable during unstable times. Number one, you must resist Satan's attempt to cause you to doubt the word and remove you from the word. You must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to doubt the word and remove you from the word. That's what Satan comes after. He comes after the word. March chapter 4. Talk about those who receive the word. That word receive means to catch. He's trying to make you drop what you received. And one of the ways he does it is through casting doubt, like he did with Eve. Did God really say? Or he may bring a circumstance or situation your way that is a completely against what you're believing for. And that's in the form of persecution or affliction. Persecution is pressure brought by people. Affliction is pressure brought by circumstance. So he'll bring pressure to try to get you to doubt what God said. So number one, you must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to doubt the word and remove you from the word. Number two, you must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to question or doubt God's love for you. You must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to question or doubt God's love for you. You must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to question or doubt God's love for you. Just like he did with Eve, he questioned God's motives. He still does the same thing today. Well, if God really loved you, you wouldn't be going through this. If God really loved you, this would have changed by now. If God really loved you, Maybe it's the problem is you. Maybe God doesn't love you as much as he loves that other person. Maybe it happened for them because God loves them more. He'll do whatever is necessary to make you doubt God's love for you and God's motives for you. And God has a good plan for your life. He'll try to get you to question God's plan for your life. But you must resist his attempts. So he said, number one, you must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to doubt the word and remove you from the word. Number two, you must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to question or doubt God's love for you. Number three, you must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to believe that what you do for God is worthless. We'll get into 1 Corinthians 15, 58 on Faith in the Morning later this week. But you must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to believe that what you do for God is worthless. So if he can't get you to question God's love for you, he can't get you to question the word, he'll try to get you to question and doubt if what you do really matters. He said, no, that doesn't matter. Your part is so small. Why do you even do it? He's getting you to question why God has told you to do what he's told you to do or whatever God has called you to do because he can figure out if he can make you back up on that point, eventually you're back up on other things. 
So number one, you must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to doubt the word and remove you from the word. Number two, you must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to question or doubt God's love for you. Number three, you must resist Satan's attempts to cause you to believe that what you do for God is worthless. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. begin to bring this to a close. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3. It says, you will keep him in perfect peace. Shalom, shalom. Nothing broke, nothing missing, nothing broken. Wholeness. The peace that comes from being whole. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you or he puts his faith in you. This word mind means thought and imagination. That even in unstable times, you can be in complete peace, have the peace that comes from being whole because you put your faith in God and you keep your mind and your imagination stayed or focused or resting on him. You know, one of the things that my wife has experienced and she's done so many different things in her life and her career, but when we were in college, she had studied many different things, but one of the things she studied and did and even created a dance studio for little ones years ago was she had studied ballet and many different forms of dance. And in dance, there's an essential skill for dancers. It's called spotting. It is a technique that involves the head and the eyes that keep a dancer oriented and aware of the movement direction and location in space during turns. It helps to reduce dizziness associated with spinning. So they pick a spot as they spin, as they do the different techniques. And when they pick that spot, it helps them stay oriented. So although the world may be spinning and all the things are going on, have you picked what you're focusing on? Because if you're always looking around, looking around, looking around, looking around, up, down, all around, you can be just as dizzy as the rest of the world. And it's hard for a dizzy person to be stable. So what do you need to do? You need to think about it this way. What scripture are you daily standing on? Not just when something's going on or you need to use your faith in a certain area. What scripture are you daily standing on every day? This scripture is before your eyes. Every day, this scripture is coming out of your mouth. What are you standing on daily? One of the things I stand on pretty much daily and say it quite often throughout the day is from Psalms, is the entrance of his word gives light. Some of you remember I taught on that scripture frequently last year. The entrance of his word gives light. The unfolding of his words give light. I remember one time I was walking around my house thinking on that scripture, and it came out of my mouth, the entrance of his word gives light. So I'm innovative, and I always know what to do. The entrance of his words gives light. So I'm innovative, and I always know what to do. So that's a daily scripture I stand on. Why? When we look at last year and everything that happens, the world's changed. If you don't innovate, you fall behind. 
if you just stop, you don't know what to do. You'll fall behind. So I said, well, I'm going to be in his word every day. And the scripture says, the entrance, the unfolding of his words gives light. So then I add, I'm innovative, and I always know what to do. What scripture are you daily standing on? And is it coming out of your mouth every day? This is going to help you like a dancer has the spotting technique. This is going to help you focus and keep your mind on God so that you can enjoy perfect peace. Uh, go to John 14. Running out of time. Go to John 14. John 14. Running out of time. John 14. We'll dive in some of this more during faith in the morning this week and next week. John 14, verse 1 says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. This word troubled means to agitate, to cause one inward commotion, to take away the calmness of your mind, to disturb his equanimity, which means to disturb his mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in a difficult situation. It means to strike one's spirit with fear and dread. It means to render anxious or distress. I'll go over it one more time. It means to agitate. It means to cause one inward commotion. It means to take away his calmness of mind. It means to disturb his equanimity, to disturb his mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in a difficult situation. It means to strike one's spirit with fear and dread. It means to render anxious or distress. So Jesus says, don't let your heart be agitated. Don't let your heart go into a point of inward commotion. Don't let calmness be taken away from your mind. Don't let things disturb your mental calmness, your composure, your evenness of temper, especially in a difficult situation. Don't let anything strike your spirit with fear and dread. Don't let anything render you anxious or distressed. So this is a command from your Lord and Savior. But Jesus doesn't give out commands that, one, he doesn't want you to follow, and two, that you're not able to do. It would be unfair if you weren't able to do it, which means you have the ability to control your heart. You have the ability to control how you respond to situations. You have the God-given ability to control whether you're agitated or not and how long you stay agitated. You have the God-given ability to control your inward emotions your mental calmness, the evenness of your temper. You have the ability to stop yourself from falling into fear and dread and becoming anxious or distressed. James chapter 1 says it this way, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So a single-minded man is stable in all his ways. If a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, a single-minded man is stable in all his ways. I'll say it again. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. 
so a single-minded man is stable in all his ways a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways a single-minded man is stable in all his ways and so what the enemy will try to do through situations and circumstance through doubt and unbelief through different things to try to bring your way he'll try to remove your focus and so instead of focusing on the faithfulness of God and what God said, he'll try to have you focus on every other thing, anything to take your attention off the word of God and your relationship with God and what God has told you to do. Anything to take your attention off of coming to Jesus, hearing what he has to say and doing what he says. Anything to make you mess up your foundation so that your armor falls off and your life falls apart. Some of us are unstable because of what we keep letting coming through our eyes. Instead of looking at the faithfulness of God, looking at the covenant of God, we're always looking and maximizing every problem, every drama. Now, I'm not talking about problems in your life that you have to focus on deal with, problems in everything else in the world. That you keep feeding yourself fear and feeding yourself anxiety. And this, when things happen in the world, it's, we have this thing as humans that we just keep looking at it like we just can't take our eyes off of the drama we can't take our eyes off of the pain and the trauma and then it begins to disturb our soul and although you flip the channel you turned away now it's still hanging on and now you're focused on it and you've lost your peace peace is too valuable to allow something to take it from you and Jesus said I give you my peace which means at any time, you can experience the peace of God. The peace of God's on the inside of you. It's one of the fruit of the Spirit. At any time, you can have peace. So the peace that you experience is not determined by your circumstance or your situation. It's determined by the faithfulness of God. So it's always there and ready. But you have to make a decision to choose peace. You must make a decision to possess or control your emotions. Remember, you are a spirit. You have a soul. You have a mind, will, and that soul is also the control center of your emotions. And you live in this physical body. You should have emotions, but your emotions should have you. You can be angry and sin not. What is sinning in anger? By acting against the word of God or staying in anger. The emotion is not wrong, but when you let the emotion have you, it will lead you into trouble. Yes, things can happen and catch you off guard. But how do you respond? First words matter. How long do you let that emotion of anxiety, that emotion that has hit you stay? It's easy to stop it at the beginning. It's much harder to stop when you leave it unchecked and it grows for hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades. And so now you're trying to fight this storm that could have been stopped when it was a seed. You have to make a start somewhere. So you might say, Pastor, I'm finding a storm today. But you're going to have to make a decision. You know what? It stops today. I'm resisting giving in to my emotions. You have to do what we learned from 2 Corinthians 10.5 in the series earlier this year. You have to take every thought captive. So number four, you must take every thought captive and you must possess your emotions. So when a thought comes to your mind that's against God's word, that's against what God has called you to do. What's against God's will for your life. Instead of just, oh, thinking on it and 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 talking about it. Then it becomes a mentality. 
and then eventually it'll affect your actions and create a habit for you. You stop it with a thought. You say, no, that's not my thought. I'm not going to think about that. I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm not going to even touch it with my mind. And yes, these things have bothered me internally, but I'm not going to act out on my emotions. I'm going to check in with the Spirit of God. How should I handle it, sir? My emotions are saying this. My mind is saying this. But I'm looking at your word, and I'm checking in on the inside. Holy Spirit, how should I respond? When you make that decision, which is a decision of maturity, because the Bible says the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Those who are mature are led by the Spirit of God. So when you make a decision not to be led by the culture around you and not to be led how your body is screaming or how your emotions are screaming or how your mind is screaming, and you take a step back to hear from God, it will help you be stable in unstable times. Let's go to this last point, number five, and I'll cut off here. Proverbs chapter 23. We'll unpack more of this during Faith in the Morning this week and going into next week. And Faith in the Morning streams at 9 a.m. on Faith Plus, and we'll share it on our social media platforms as well. Proverbs chapter 23. Proverbs chapter 23. Verse 3. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 3. Excuse me, Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3. Through wisdom is a house built, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. We're going to focus on verse 3. Through wisdom is a house built, and by understanding it is established. Remember the first scripture we read in today's message talking about building your house on the rock, building your house on the right foundation. The foundation is important, but how you build your house is also important. Now that you know where to build it, but how you build it also will determine how stable you are during unstable times. And it says here, through wisdom is a house built. Wisdom is the correct application of knowledge. And by understanding, it is established. This word established means to be stable, to be secure, to be enduring. This word established means to be stable. It means to be secure. It means to be enduring. The scripture says in Proverbs, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all you're getting, get understanding. Number five, get understanding. Understand why the thing are going on around you. Understand why the things are going on in your life. Go through the Word of God. Research things that tell you why you may be feeling this in your body, why this is going on in your finances, why this is going on in your community. So you don't wonder all the time, but you've actually applied yourself, being led by the Holy Spirit, to research these things so you understand how the world around you works. But if you don't get understanding, you won't be established. If you don't get understanding, you'll be unstable in some areas. The foundation is important, but how you build your house is also important. And you must build through wisdom, and you keep your house steady through understanding. We have to be stable in unstable times. That's God's will for you. And I know something you want.
Come on, if you want to be stable in unstable times, go ahead and put in the chat that I want to be stable. It's my goal to be stable. I'm going to be stable in unstable times. Go ahead and put that in the chat. I'm going to be stable in unstable times. Our stability does not depend on the circumstance and situations in our life or around us. And our stability does not depend on the times. Our stability can be determined by what God has provided for us. I'm going to cut it off here. We'll continue tomorrow on Faith in the Morning and next week. Thanks for watching today. We hope today's message was a blessing to you that it empowered you to make Jesus famous in every area of your life. Hey, if you want to be a part of what God's doing here at Faith, you know, our vision statement is to ignite an awakening that impacts Georgia and influences the world through the power of the love of Jesus. And we'd love for you to be a part. You can find out our different experience times and our different locations by going to FCCGA.com. If you want to give, you can text FCCGA to 73256. You can also go to FCCGA.com to give online and be a part of what God's doing here. We'd love to see you anytime you're in our area. We believe God has something good just for you. And anytime you come to our faith experience, we believe you will experience God and his plan for your life. So thank you for tuning in today. We'll see you next time.